Well, hello, good morning, everyone. Um, as we enter in to 2022, glad to be joining with you uh, this morning in uh, a little bit of a different way. Um, but uh, this last week, I was able to spend some time up in Bend, Oregon with my family uh, for a little vacation, and we had such a good time. Uh, came away from that trip being very refreshed and uh, having a lot of fun. So my family is still up in Oregon, and I managed to catch an earlier flight home uh, so that I could be with you guys this morning. Uh, but that took a little turn last night. Um, as I was traveling throughout the day, um, I had a really long layover in Washington. Started to feel uh, like I was a little under the weather. And uh, yeah, when I got home, um, I tested positive for COVID. And as many of you guys know, it's been a hard week for several people in our church. Um, we sent out an email earlier this week letting you know that both uh, Pastor Rob and Pastor Ben Kai both tested positive for COVID, along with several others uh, in our church family. And uh, we just want to thank you guys just for praying for everybody. I want to give you a little bit of an update of what's going on and uh, just got a little bit of a short message, uh, an encouragement for you today um, to, uh, to just as we gather this Sunday. So thankfully, uh, Pastor Ben Kai and Margarita uh, were married yesterday. They scaled back their wedding um, from what they had hoped it would be, um, but they are now happily married, husband and wife, and uh, we can celebrate that. So uh, pray for their uh, rapid recovery um, as they enjoy these first days of their marriage. Uh, and then Pastor Rob, he was all set and ready to teach Second John this morning. Uh, unfortunately, he also had COVID earlier this week and um, is still recovering. Um, the, the whole plan was, as we got together as pastors uh, to discuss what to do, was for me to fly back a little early and to be with you this Sunday. Um, but clearly that's not happening. So... Uh, I just want to give a very special thank you to Pastor Ben, um, such an amazing, faithful servant um, who really has been sort of organizing this whole week, uh, making sure that it goes off at a, a high level of love and also of care and safety. Um, and as him and I were communicating back and forth this week, uh, we decided on a few things. First, we decided that I would come back to be with you guys this morning, which clearly I'm not, but... That's okay. Um, second, we decided uh, to simplify the morning a little bit, as I said, with lots of people out this week for various reasons, uh, including sickness. Uh, we just decided it'd be best to scale back a little bit for this Sunday. Uh, and lastly, in our correspondence, we, we just encouraged uh, that people would take a little extra care and caution this morning. Um, and, and just in these weeks, as there's rise in cases, um, in our community and, and clearly amongst our church family. And so um, I just want to give you a little clarity, though, um, of just the position that we've always held as a church, which is that um, we believe that you are able to make decisions for you and for your family and how you uh, gather with the people of God on Sundays. For some people in our church, uh, wearing a mask is something that gives them a little bit level of comfortableness and and that's that's fine we've always welcomed people into the doors who want to wear masks 
Other people don't choose to wear masks, and, and that's okay. We've never turned anybody away who hasn't worn a mask in our congregation. Because look, when it comes to non-spiritual issues, like mask wearing, or even regarding things like uh, vaccination, uh, we want individuals to be fully convinced in their own mind as to how they're going to approach that. And we have always uh, upheld with love and respect the various views and positions that people have taken. And uh, just by everything that you have within you, uh, to just live at peace amongst people, that uh, we would know that as a family of God, we're in this together um, when one member suffers, we all suffer together. When one member rejoices, we all rejoice together. There's some suffering going on. We're collectively kind of going through it. Um, but there's also a lot that we're rejoicing over, like Pastor Ben Kai getting married with, to Margarita this uh, uh, yesterday, or I guess that means two days ago. But um, I just want to say a final few things, uh, and then we're going to get into the Word of God uh, briefly this morning. Um, I want to give a special shout out to uh, everyone who gathers online with us. Um, if you're watching online, which I'm going to be watching online this morning as well, um, I just want to be praying for you, especially if you are sick, and, and just encourage everybody in the church body to be praying for those who are sick as well. Uh, this is not at all how we hope to start 2022, um, but God knew. You know, the thing that brings me a lot of comfort is knowing that God is sovereign. He is in absolute control. He knew that I would fly all the way from Oregon after four flights got canceled and delayed trips and rerouting and all kinds of things to finally get here to preach tomorrow morning and then to have COVID. So God knew, though, and I trust him in that and I think we all can trust him in what he's doing. You know, God is not in heaven right now, pacing back and forth, worried about what is going on in this world. He is in absolute control, um, and he knows it. For us, I think a lot of times, um, I love what Pastor Benkai says, we have the illusion of control. <laughs> we think we're the ones in control, but surely we're not. And we just humbly bring ourselves uh, before the King of Kings, what I am confident to in is that um, God has not stopped his work um, in the kingdom. I mean, he's, he's not pulling back anymore. You know, we have to remember, if, if you've forgotten, that this church was started in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> um, God has blown us away by his faithfulness and by his care for this church that, that he's just had his blessing upon. He's had his hand upon this church since it started. And the fact that really we've seen relatively few cases of COVID in the last year and a half, I mean, is uh, quite a remarkable testimony to what I think is uh, God's protection and God's provision over us. And, and so let's just continue to, to, to pray to that end that God um, would care for his flock and his people as uh, we really have endeavored to do as well. So um, here's what you can be confident in in the coming weeks is that you can be confident that we will gather and we will declare the word of God. Now, um, I, I've said this before, um, is that, you know, at times it may look a little different. And clearly today it's looking a little bit different. You know, I even have in my notes here that, you know, 
we were thinking about planning a pre-recorded message, but we thought instead, you know, I'd, I'd fly down and preach live. And look, we recorded a pre-recorded message. So that's what sometimes happens. Um, maybe you notice that we had a few less kids' classes today, and that'll happen from time to time. And, and I think it's good that we have our kids with us every once in a while in church. Um, we didn't serve donuts today. Uh, don't fret, the donuts will come back. <laughs> Um, we didn't take coffee, at least I don't think we're planning to take coffee, so you're welcome. Um, but, uh, today I just want to say that as, um, as a pastor, and I can speak for all of our pastors, is that, uh, we have endeavored to respond to this week and the spread of this virus, especially amongst our leadership, um, we've endeavored to respond with wisdom and love and care. Um, you know, you know what type of people we have been among you as we have sought to shepherd this flock, that we have sought to keep the mission uh, focused on, on Jesus, that he is the main thing. We've always wanted to just keep the main thing the main thing, and that is the name of Jesus, the gospel being declared and so times like these uh, can be challenging to navigate, can be hard to lead through. And so please, just as a congregation, as a church family, we truly appreciate your prayers uh, for our leadership, just as we navigate with wisdom and discernment um, as we just move forward. So I'm confident that we'll all be back in good health, hopefully. We trust the Lord in that. Um, but let's just continue to uh, to know Jesus and to be known by him. Let's continue to be known by one another and to support one another with lots of grace and love, especially in hard and difficult seasons. Um, pray and, and, and lift one another up. Do kind acts. If we've learned anything from First John, like demonstrate the love that is found in Jesus for the people of God. Um, and let's not forget Right, that God has blessed this church plant in the middle of a global pandemic uh, truly is a testimony that God is working in and among us as his people. And so um, I just want to end with a short uh, encouragement. Maybe I spent a little bit, I don't know, too much time talking about that, but I think it's pertinent. I, I truly, I, I say this and I mean it, is that I really think that um, God is doing something unique here, and we might not see why, like, why, why are all the leaders just out for the count? But God's doing something, and we trust him. So um, open your Bible to 1 John chapter 5, and you heard me right. We're going to squeeze just a little bit more out of 1 John, uh, and hopefully we can begin 2 John next Sunday. But um, as we were finishing 1 John chapter 5, I came to the final verse, and it really stands out as sort of this abrupt statement where it says, um, little children, keep yourselves from idols. That's 1 John 5, 21. And I want to read it from the New Living Translation. It says, dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. Um, and let's just break this down really quick. I, I think... It's such a unique thing, too, that I was planning to preach this live, and here I am the night before, um, 
giving this message, but th this is what I think this verse is, why it's for us. Um, the first word there, keep. Um, this act of keeping is to keep watch, to guard. You know, Jude 1.1 says that God will keep you in the love of Jesus. But then just a little bit later in Jude 1.21, he says, keep yourself in the love of Jesus. So what is it? Is it God will keep us in his love or is it that we will keep ourselves in his love? What is it? It's both. <laughs> the answer is yes. God keeps us and we keep ourselves. This idea of keeping watch, we even recently, you know, with Christmas, with Luke chapter 2, we remember that famous verse that says the shepherds were in the field keeping watch of their flock by night. The idea is that they were, they were alert and they were attentive. They were um, making sure that as their sheep were lying down that they were um, fending off any predators or anything that would um, harm the sheep. And look, if they had not been keeping watch, maybe they would have missed that angelic visitation with the announcement of Jesus. We also know that wonderful scripture in Proverbs 4.23 that says, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it uh, flows the springs of life. You know, the Bible uses the heart to speak of sort of the central operating system of the human being. It's where our mind and our will and our emotions all come together. It's it's the seat of the, of the, of the human being, the, the seat of the heart. And everything you do in your life flows from your heart. You know, the heart has been likened to a throne. And the question is, who is sitting on it? The heart has been likened to a sanctuary. What is being worshipped there? The heart is like a spring. What is flowing from it? And the heart is like a mirror. What does it reflect? And so just that idea of keep. If you, if you don't give your heart the proper care and attention that it needs, we, we may end up allowing all sorts of things to be in our hearts that really don't belong there. And, and then notice that it says, keep yourself. Yourself means that this is a responsibility for each individual person. Um, and maybe you heard me say, I think it was last Sunday, that as Christians, we are saved individually. Each person has to come to Jesus individually. One, one person has to come to the Lord. There's, I, I often say there's no piggyback rides into heaven. Um, you have to come individually, but we are not saved to individuality. We are meant to be in community where we can speak into one another. Uh, one another's hearts and see change and transformation happen in one another. And so the question is, are, are you that type of person where you are open to people speaking into your life? Are you, you know, how do you respond when the idols in your heart get challenged? You know, the simple fact remains that your heart is your own heart and you have to keep it. Nobody else can keep watch of your own heart. You know, as much as I wish I could sort of see into people's hearts and know what's there, um, I don't. I know my own heart, and I know it's deceitfully wicked. Who can trust their heart? But when we 
lean into the Lord. When we give our hearts to Jesus, he transforms them. And so keep yourself. And then it says, keep yourself from idols. Or I love what that New Living Translation sort of really just breaks down what an idol is, which is anything that would take the place of God in your heart. Um, You know, our hearts are like idol factories. (laughs) They're really good at making idols. And the simple fact is if, if you go back and you sort of read the history of the Israelites, they were always turning from the covenant that they had with God and they allowed idols to creep into their life. And, you know, in those days, a lot of times the idols were actually graven images, carved things that they would worship. And I even loved how God would sort of mock these idols and say, you know, you worship these things that are made after the things that I've created, and, and yet there is no breath in their nostrils. Like you worship a piece of wood, and there's no breath in their nostrils. And look, I don't have much breath in my nostrils right now. You can probably hear it. Um, but God has breath. And when he breathes his breath of life into your heart, there's transformation that truly happens. All the other idols that we try to pick up and take in our lives, they have no breath in them. We, we talked about recently in Jeremiah 2 how you know, we turn from the fountain of living waters to hewn out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. That is a beautiful way to explain how we turn from God and we worship idols. And so I can't think of a better way to exhort us as a church as we enter into 2020 in kind of an interesting way, kind of in a way that we had not planned. But, you know, that illusion of control that I think all of us can resonate with, I think that can be an idol. You know, I think I can even make ministry an idol. An idol. Um, I, I, I was kind of disappointed that I couldn't be with you guys today. But, but look, God is God, and we are not so we got to stop trying to make ourselves like God or, or put things in place of what God rightfully deserves on the throne of our hearts. And only Jesus can be there and only his message can truly save you that, that his life, his breath, his, his blood that cleanses of, ours, of us of our sins, that is the only thing that saves. Um, and we live in a very interesting time, you guys, and it's only going to get more interesting, I think, as we enter into this, this new year. But look, one thing we are confident in is that God can be known and that he can be trusted. And so let's just come before God as we enter into a new year. Let's bring him our hearts and show him, show him what's there. Say, God, examine me. See what's in my heart. See if there be any wicked way in me. See if there's something that I've turned to that's not not of you. That we would give that over to the Lord. We would repent. We turn from it and we say, God, you take the seat of my heart. You take the throne. Um, And he'd be happy to do that in your life today. Um, Love you guys. So wish I could be with you all today. Um, But we're going to have a little extended time of worship and prayer. Please be praying for... Um, to, for me and Rob and Ben Kai um, and just all the people um, that we know and love who, who have come down with sickness this week and 
Um, we hope to all be able to gather together in health and safety soon. So love you guys. God bless.